0: Hello, you guys, and welcome to The Daily Slay Show, where we come together to slay your life. I'm Jamie King, AKA The Slay Coach, and I am a mom of three with anxiety and ADHD who's built a multi seven-figure business without a college degree. I'm here to slay in the trenches with you. I'm not here to fix you. I'm here to help you fix yourself. Now, I am on a mission to document progress, not perfection, and to share the messy in-between in hopes to help you make your mess your message. Now, I can't promise that every day will be a win, but I can promise that the only way for you to lose is to quit. So if you can commit to yourself, I promise to commit to you here. Let's do this and let's slay 2023. All right. Let's talk about how I manifested my dream husband. (laughs) I said I would tell the story Um, another day and today is that day. So First, let me tell you about how I left a toxic relationship. So this is why I love reading and why books, I always say, (laughs) books have changed my life. I manifested my husband thanks to the Twilight series books. Judge me all you want. I do not care. I am unapologetically a twy hard And I used to be like really embarrassed about that. But I was a lot younger when those books came out. And when I read them, I think I was like 22, um, 22, 23. So I found the book. Someone gave it to me on like a little USB drive on like an Audible version of it. And I was at a computer job at the time where I had just recently been promoted, but I wasn't like managing people yet. And so I just kind of did like computer work all day. And so I plugged in this USB and I listened to the first book and it was like, oh my God, he loves this like <laughs> Bella girl like a lot. <laughs> like we won't get into. <laughs> how some of those traits are very unhealthy but <laughs> and stalkerish, but how Edward loved Bella. It showed me an example. When I was in a relationship that made me feel guilt and shame and like I was never good enough and it was just toxic and it was covert narcissism and abuse and I hated being in that relationship, but I stayed because I was afraid he would do something stupid or... Yeah, he just said, I can't live without you and all these things. So I never left and, or I, I was there for in that relationship for three, three and a half years. We had a kid together. We got engaged, all the things. And when I read that book or listened to that book, the first day, like seven, eight hour day at work, I went home immediately straight to the bookstore on my way home from work, got the paper book. I finished all four books or five books, four movies, five books in. I want to say, or is it five movies, four books? (laughs) It's been so long. Five movies, four books. I finished them all. I think the last book's like over a thousand pages. Finished them all in two weeks. And it was because I was listening at work and then finishing reading at home at night. And when I saw that example of how sacrificial and how much they loved each other and how they put each other first and how much Edward would do anything for her, I was like, this is love. or well, i was like i want to love like that i want love like that this is proof if someone can write about it then it exists and i want love like that i'm just i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done and that gave me the courage and i had been in an emotional affair as well in that relationship i wasn't like physically cheating but i was in an emotional affair and i like had found someone that had interested in me at work and we were hanging out all the time and we were like going out for drinks, watching football. I was like one of the guys. We'd play basketball at the gym and that's how I met my husband. So um, I was in an emotional affair when I was with Jocelyn's dad with this guy at work, meaning I was just hanging out. I was hanging out. I knew he liked me. I was playing into that. It was nice to have someone pay attention to me and treat me well. And so we would go to the gym. I was in a health and fitness journey myself at the time and I was working out, taking care of myself. And I would go play basketball at the gym like with the dudes. I was always one of the guys They called me James growing up. My nickname was James. A lot of people still call me James. My husband still calls me James. And I answered to it. It's one of my nicknames because I'm like very feminine, but very masculine because I grew up like a jock. And I was playing basketball with my husband or with the guy I was having like an emotional friendship. I don't know what it was. With I was playing basketball with him and he met up with a bunch of his friends and we all shot around and played basketball together and we lifted weights together. And my future husband was in that group of like four guys. And so they were all like cut off shirts, bro lifters, protein shakes, and I like total bros. Didn't talk to, and only talked to one of them. Didn't talk to my husband at the time. And this was a year before we started dating. So basically when I had had that emotional fear, and then I read Twilight, I was like, okay, you are doing things that are outside of your code of ethics and your values. You have integrity. You're you don't do. You're not a cheater. You don't do these things. So that was when I knew that, like, okay, I needed to leave this relationship. Um, I read the books and I had like done things in that relationship that I think were like crossing the line. And yeah, I was like, nope, I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to end this. And so I finally got brave enough to leave. <laughs> um, and my <laughs> people pleasing slash codependent traits. I let him keep my house, my ex. It was my house that I owned. I let him stay in it because I felt so bad I was leaving him. I was like, it's fine. You can stay here. I'll move out. (laughs) So that was a mistake. But anyways, another story for that one. I left that person and I said, okay, I am going to be single for a year. (laughs) I'm going to be single until I can manifest my Edward Cullen. I just learned about Louise Hay and like the law of attraction, manifestation. And it was so, no, it wasn't trendy. There wasn't a ton of social media back then. And I was like, okay, I'm going to wait. I'm not settling. And here's what I did to what I think attract energetically and also mindset wise, what I stuck to, to find my perfect person. And I got clear. Number one, I really got clear on what I wanted and what I did not want. So I think it was more clarity on what I didn't want versus like a checklist of like, oh, he must have all these qualities. Because I think a lot of times we overlook people and we rule people out like I did. I was trying to hook my husband up with my best friend at the time because they were both short. My husband is the exact same height as me. And so I was like, oh my God, I will never date anyone under 5'11", 6 foot. And so my husband is 5'8". I'm 5'8". And so I was like overlooking this guy that I had met a year before. we had all went out to dinner that night at the gym too. Little did I know that my future husband was at that table because I was with another guy. <laughs> so I stopped seeing that guy. And then I got clear on what I wanted. I got clear on healing myself and figuring out my own shit. I was like, you do not need to. It's not that I didn't date or hang out with people. And I might have done some other things. But I was not ready to commit to someone because I had been in a relationship since I was like 16. And I had never really been single. And I was like, you just need to be with yourself and then figure out really what you want. So I got clear on number one, what I did not want, what I was not going to settle for. So I was not going to settle for someone who wasn't motivated, who wasn't driven, who wasn't financially stable, who didn't have a good career or focus. And I wasn't going to settle for someone who wasn't worldly and like small town minded. I wanted someone who wanted to like explore the world and do cool things. And I wanted someone that was athletic and cared about health and fitness. And so I had like this list of all the things I wanted, but more importantly, I had the things that I didn't want. I was like, I'm not going to be with someone who has poor money habits. I'm not going to be with someone who, uh, um, doesn't put me first and open my door. I am not going to settle. So I got clear on what I was not going to settle for. Um, I'm not going to be with an abuser. (laughs) I'm not going to be a cheater or an abuser. And so, or someone with a drinking or alcohol problem, I had all these like things, here's what I'm not going to do. (laughs) And then I, number two, I allowed myself to look past what my typical type of person was. I realized and witnessed my own judgments were not indicative of the values that I valued. I was like surface level judging people on what I thought success was or what looks mattered or what type of career. And I was, I was not looking outside of the box. Um, I had put my husband in this bro label category. So I was looking at labels of people and not the person. So I stopped looking at labels of how I had labeled people. Oh, well, he's a this or he's a that. I stopped making like snap judgments on what I thought people were or how I thought people were. And I decided to get to know people. And so I, started talking to my husband at a party one night and he had offered me his hoodie because I was cold and dressed like a tramp (laughs) because I was 23. And it was all downhill from, or all uphill. I don't know. It's all in the history books from there. We um, started talking at a party about a year after I had broken up with, or nine months after i had left my father's, my daughter's father, baby daddy. And He offered me his hoodie and we talked for three hours that night. We went on a date the next day and we're together ever since. Inseparable every day since. And so I didn't know he was my dream husband. I thought he was a dude, like a bro. Jim, lift heavy weights, bro. And I got to know him. I thought he was snobby. I thought he was a man whore. I thought he was all of these things. So I had made these preconceived notions. So number two, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't make snap judgments, and don't think you have a type you do not know. Base, and number three, find your person based on how your values and your life goals align. Your friends, your, like, your partner, your life partner, your mate, whatever, choose your friends and your mates by where their values lie and where they want to go in the future. So, I love you guys. There's no perfect way, but keep your mind and hearts open. Don't judge a book by its cover and make sure that the people you are inviting to your table share the same values and similar life goals. That is how you find a mate or a friend for life. And my husband and I have been together going on 13 years this year. So I hope this is helpful. If you haven't found your person yet, or maybe this resonates with your story, your love story, that is just a piece of ours and I hope it inspires you if you're still on that path to finding your person. So I love you guys and I will slay you again later. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You guys, please remember to go download all the new episodes all at once. And once you have done that, fill out the form in the link in our show notes, and we are going to send you a little sleigh goodie bag. That's right. For free, the first 100 people to leave a review and download all these episodes is going to get a pop socket and a little gift from me, a little surprise, I can't tell you what it is yet, shipped to you everyone in the United States that does this, we are shipping it out for free. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And if you feel called and want an extra entry into a giveaway for a $100 gift card, please tag us on social media. And you can tag me at the Slay Coach and Jamie Jocelyn King and the Slay School. Either one will enter you into an $100 Amazon gift card. And we appreciate you so much for listening. And I will slay you again later.